Hello and welcome to Apple Guide Web. I'm Ralph Shepard and today we will be unboxing the iPhone 12. Not the 12 mini and not the 12 Pro or 12 Pro Max, just a regular plain old 12 and some accessories I picked up from Best Buy. So let's get right into it. So you'll notice one thing is the box is a lot smaller than it used to be. And that's because you no longer have the power adapter in the box. In the box, they used to ship these small, super duper slow five watt power adapters with USB-A on one side. Now, they don't have any of these power adapters in the box. So what do you get in the box? Your iPhone 12, put that to the side for now. A lightning to USB-C cable, because remember, this still has lightning on the iPhone. Unfortunately, it's not USB Type-C yet and the documentation, which includes a SIM pick, Apple sticker, some warranty stuff. A lot less than they used to ship in the box, that's for sure. Now, for the iPhone 12 itself. Um, one thing I'm noticing is that it's really light, and now this time they have a paper cover over the screen. With a 12, you don't get the stainless steel edges. These are aluminum edges, and I got the edition. I'm actually, I actually really like this. I typically go with the black, but this time I spiced it up a bit. Um, so this will actually be my first iPhone with a full display because I'm upgrading from an iPhone 7 Plus. So this actually has a bigger screen than the 7 Plus, but it's in a lot smaller package. And I do like that original boxy style that it's gone back to, reminiscent of the old 4, 4S, and 5s. So, in terms of design, we have our two cameras, a wide and ultra-wide, a flash, and a microphone. So what you miss out on this one, compared to the 12 Pro and the 12 Pro Max, is the telephoto lens, which can zoom in two times on the iPhone 12 Pro, and two and a half times on the iPhone 12 Pro Max. For me personally, I never really used that zoom lens. So it never really made sense for me as like a feature to look for. And then of course you also had on the 12 and the 12 Pro Max, you have a LiDAR scanner, which helps in low light photos and 3D scans of rooms and stuff like that for AR. I don't really do any AR type of stuff. And I hope that the dark mode on here without the LiDAR scanner will be good enough to get the pictures that I'm looking for. So that's the design. We still have the lightning connector, as I said, speaker grill down there at the bottom. We have the little punch out here for the ultra wideband 5G connection, of which I'm going to turn off because I could not care less about 5G. 4G speeds are good enough and there are no 5G towers around me so I will never use it. All it will ever do is drink my battery but that is a rant for another day. So before we go any further into the iPhone though, let's look at the accessories I picked up. Starting out, I'm gonna put on the screen protector. So when picking out this iPhone, what it ultimately came down to was price. Apple's selling seven iPhones right now and out of the seven iPhones, from the SE to the 10R to the 11, and then to the new 12s, you can't really go wrong with any which one you pick up. They're all fantastic options, really. 
Um, and for me personally, I went with the 12 because of, of course, it's better video recording of which, who knows, I may never actually use. I still have a MacBook that can barely play back 4K video, much less edit it. So that would be another test too. Will I be able to take video on here and be able to fully edit it in Final Cut on here? That's something I want to play with. Um, so definitely look out for that. All right, now that I got the screen protector on, which took way longer than it should have, let's move on to the next thing I've got. Case, for now, I just went with a basic um, Best Buy case. This is their Insignia standard hard shell phone case. My plan is in the future to upgrade to one of OtterBox's MagSafe cases. But this for now will work fine. I like that it's clear, so you can still see the back color. So this will at least give me two options in terms of cases. Doesn't feel bad though, it feels sturdy. And the, actually the blue kind of matches the color of the phone, which is perfect. Exactly what I was looking for when I was trying to find it. Just basic hard shell clear case. For the last trick, we have a wireless charging stand. So this will actually be the first phone that I own personally that features wireless charging, which is pretty neat. So I went with this 10 watt from Insignia's Best Buy brand. I like the stands like this better because wireless charging is sometimes a little bit tricky because you have to align the coils in the back of the phone perfectly for it to charge. Now, with MagSafe built into the iPhone 12, that's not an issue, but the issue with MagSafe is there are very few MagSafe accessories on the market right now. There's moments coming out with uh, their camera accessories featuring MagSafe and Peak Design has some cases coming out too featuring MagSafe, but a lot of those types of things where it's like new and innovative ways to take MagSafe to the next level, a lot of those are being pushed for a release in uh, later 2021, like March and stuff like that. So the case and the charger are all uh, starter kits basically to get into this until MagSafe can reach full potential in the market. So I went with this one, convenient little stand like that. I also went with this one because for $20, it comes with a power adapter, which a lot of other wireless chargings do not come with power adapters. So that's one thing I was looking for too, because I want to be able to place this one anywhere. And for the most part, most of my power adapters like this, this just has a USB-A on it, unfortunately. Micro USB. Unfortunately, it still has micro USB and USB-A, but at least it comes with a power adapter. I'm cool with that. So I was gonna put this on my desk in that corner over here. That's my iPhone setup. And of course you have the lightning to USB-C cable oops, that came in the box. Um, we'll not be using this because in the future at some point in time, they're looking into taking out all of the ports from the iPhone. And at this point, the only thing left is lightning port. So what would that world look like? What would a world look like where you don't have a lightning connector on your phone. Think, when was the last time you plugged anything into your iPhone? Headphones? Probably not. Wireless headphones have gotten cheap enough to be a replacement for wired headphones. And sure, you can claim simplicity of just being able to plug in your headphones and call it a day. But 
for the sake of Apple wanting to move in the future. I'm gonna give you three of them, but it really comes down to one word, courage. The courage to move on, do something new that betters all of us. And our team has tremendous courage. I can see them definitely wanting to move to just shipping you a sheet of glass, much like this is. When it's time to charge, you put on the closest wireless charger. Slide it into place here. If you have MagSafe, you'll be lucky enough to just magnetically attach it and know that every time you go to wirelessly charge your phone, you're always going to hit it perfectly. Because even for me, setting up my iPhone right now and transferring my data from my iPhone 7 Plus to my iPhone 12, did it all wirelessly using quick setup instantly. It only took about 30 minutes to copy over 50 gigs of data from my iPhone 7 to my iPhone 12. And now this is no different than picking up my iPhone 7. Now let's get into the iPhone. So, iPhone 12. Did I make the right call? It's hard to say. There are so many cool small features though in the Pro side of it, the 12 Pro and the 12 Pro Max. The larger camera, for one thing, is a Pro. Or the telephoto lens and, and the lighter scanner, those are Pros, but they're small. They are so small. Uh, there's six gigs of memory, so stuff in the background will save for a longer amount of time as you're switching between apps and multitasking. But with Apple optimization, even on your older iPhones, have you ever noticed that to be an issue? Whenever you close an app and you come back to it later, usually it loads right where you left off without having to relaunch the app or anything. So memory is not as crucial of an issue when you throw in Apple's optimization into the mix. It'll be very interesting to play with this and see how this works. We're gonna pause this for a minute so I can get my iPhone 7 Plus, which is recording right now, and I'm going to use Quick Start to get my iPhone 12 up and running. Now my iPhone is all set up and ready to go and I've been playing with it for about an hour or so. So what's my first thoughts on it? It's an iPhone. Picking this up and once it was finally set up and ready to go, I looked at the home screen and thought, okay, What's the real difference between my 7 Plus and this 12? And it was really hard to tell. I pull up the home screen and it's exactly like my 7 was set up before. Of course, you have the better display, better cameras and all that. And sure, it has a new design too. But just picking up this phone and looking at it and thinking, oh, I want to play with something new, maybe something that iOS 14 introduced or the iPhone 12 came with and it's an exclusive feature in iOS 14 and the 12. And I look at this phone and there's not much there. For most people, any iPhone from, I would even say the 6S and newer, will do just fine. So my first impressions of this iPhone 12, it's an iPhone. If you like it, you'll love this. If you're an Android person, go for an Android. But one thing to note is there's not enough difference. I think over the past few years, especially me coming from a 7 to 12, that other than the cameras and maybe the display, there's no real reason to go out there and upgrade. 
For me, I shoot all my videos off my iPhone 7 Plus. So it made sense, upgrade to the 12, you know you get the better cameras, and this is also my full-time camera. So for me, it made sense, but for most people, if you're just talking on the phone or texting, social media and stuff like that, why upgrade? If your iPhone SE second gen or iPhone 7 and 7 Plus and anything newer does the job just as well. Um, so do I recommend upgrading to the 12? No, no. Especially not when there's multiple other cheaper alternatives like the 11, the 10R, and the SE second gen, which are all being sold starting at price ranges of $399 all the way up to over $1,000. Based on that, what brought me to choosing the 12 is the idea that there are such small differences in terms of how these phones work and their features between each of them. Yes, they may have better displays or Face ID compared to Touch ID, but iOS is iOS. An iPhone is an iPhone. And that's the way it will always be. But that's enough on that. So I want to go over, there's a couple of things in here that were flagship features with the 12, uh, with the, actually the whole 12 lineup. And one of those being 5G. Now I'm not going to get into how 5G right now is a waste of money and not worth it. But for me, where I live in North Carolina, there aren't a lot of 5G towers. Even me sitting right here, I'm on 5GE, which is 4G. But they, of course, want to throw the 5G branding up there. So that's one thing I did turn off. So if you go into cellular, cellular data options, voice and data, you have the option to choose either using 5G on using 5G auto, which will switch between 5G and 4G, depending on whatever you're doing and based on your location and uh, your coverage and stuff like that. Or you can just go down to LTE, 4G. That's what I did. For me personally, I don't have a need for those 5G speeds and I don't have access to any 5G towers to make it worthwhile. Why waste the battery life searching for 5G towers that don't exist? So I also changed the data mode from allow more data on 5G to just a standard. Now, the second thing you may want to look into is your photo settings. So now, when you're recording video, you have the option to do 4K at 24, 4K at 30, 4K 60, and of course, everything below that from 1080 to 720. Now, what this means is the different quality levels and the different frame rates for your video recording. So one thing I would say to turn off is HDR video. Other than your iPhone, you may not have another device that can display 4K content. Most Macs don't display 4K content natively unless you have a secondary display. If you have an older TV, it most likely doesn't support HDR. So I personally would turn it off because another thing too is it saves space. So you're looking at or 400 megabits per minute of video with 4K at 60 FPS. That's half a gig every minute. Unless you get a more than 64 gigs on your iPhone, you're gonna run out of space real quickly shooting that much. So my recommendation would be 1080p at 60 FPS or even better, 30 FPS. 60 FPS will make everything smoother. 30 FPS is more the cinematic frame rate. So I would go with a 1080p HD at 30 FPS. 
Um, this will allow the content to be easily viewable across all of your devices you have right now. Because a 4K HDR is really just, for now, until it matures, it can only really be viewed on your iPhone. Because once you upload that video to a social media platform, whether it be YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, it's just going to downgrade that quality of that video. So why waste the space on it anyways? So those are two of my setting recommendations. Um, as for the cameras, I want to go out and really test those now. I'm really excited about um, playing with them. But yeah, so that, that's my, really, that's my first thoughts right now. The camera quality is cool. It's going to be fun to play with. 5G is a joke. Disable it for now until it goes somewhere. That's more of a future-proofing thing. Face ID works great until you wear a mask and suddenly it stops working. But the iPhone 12 is an iPhone. How can you go wrong with that? Thank you so much for watching. Um, if you enjoyed this video, please be sure to check out our website, appleguideweb.com, where you can find more content like this. And uh, maybe I'll be posting more about my experiences with the camera in terms of especially comparing it to my iPhone 7 Plus and seeing the quality differences there. Follow us on social media at Apple Guide Web on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, support us on Patreon if you can. Um, you can also support us by clicking the subscribe button here on YouTube and the thumbs up button. Once again, thank you so much for watching, and we will see you next week.